welcome to News from the Nest, stories soaring around Susquehanna. I'm Dr. John Fox, the proud superintendent of schools for Susquehanna School District. I'm once again joined by my co-host, Tyler Lippert, a senior and a proud member of the Susquehanna High School media class, and Jimmy Rhodes, a member of the tech team. Welcome back, Tyler and Jimmy. Hey, glad to be here, Dr. Fox. In the last episode, you mentioned that February is a career and technology education month. Who's our guest today? In this month's episode, we will hear from Mr. Blake Moore, the technical education teacher at Susquehanna High School, and two Susquehanna High School students, Aiden Bernstein and Marissa Fulton. We'll talk to Mr. Moore about his vision for the technical education program at Susquehanna High School, and we'll talk with Aiden and Marissa about their experiences at Cumberland Perry Career and Technical Center, and also in our cooperative education programs. It'll be interesting to talk to students and hear their perspective. Before we dive in, let's hear a commercial about the up-and-coming spring musical, Roger and Hammerstein's Cinderella. And make sure you listen the whole way through because we'll be giving away a two-pack of tickets to the musical. Hear ye, hear ye. The Prince is giving a showing of Cinderella at Susquehanna High School March 16th to 18th at 7. Tickets cost $10 for a reserved and $12 for a premium. This includes reserved seat and toy wand for kids. Tickets are available at the door, cash only, and purchase tickets online 24 hours before the show. There will also be a character pancake brunch Sunday, March 12th, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the high school. Tickets are $10. Welcome back. We are excited to have Mr. Blake Moore on the podcast. He is our technical education teacher at Susquehanna High School. Welcome to the show, Mr. Moore. Oh, thanks for having me. So, Mr. Moore, can you give us some insight in your background and what brought you here? Uh, yeah, so basically I started out when I was very young with my father working around the house. We built our own house when we were very young. Um, got into the tech ed program throughout high school, middle school and high school. And then from there, my older brother went to University of California for tech ed, and I followed him. And then my other younger brother followed us. So it was kind of, I guess, meant to be in that case. We were all hands-on type of people. Um, from there, we started doing little construction jobs throughout college. We started doing construction jobs even once we got out of college. But uh, we all got jobs out this way. I teach, I taught at Central Dolphin East High when I started, seven years there, and I taught graphics, um, wood shop, engineering, automation, those type of courses. And then I went to Northern High School where I taught mostly machining, metal shop, welding. Um, and then obviously I'm here now and looking to basically uh, beef up the uh, tech ed program here. Well, it's great to have you here at Susquehanna uh, School District, and in particular, uh, being a Blackhawk. So what drove you to Susquehanna School District? Uh, it, it fits more of my upbringing, I guess. My school was very small. It was, it was nice to have that. I, I mean, the, the background of having one tech ed teacher to be able to build a program which is really nice. I always like to go into a school and to be able to take a program and expand on what was already there. And being by yourself sounds kind of selfish, but I like being kind of by myself to be able to do that. It makes it a little, it makes it a little easier. You're not always constantly trying to figure out who can teach what and all that type of stuff. Um, and I just heard such great things from other people who were employed here, and that's kind of drove me up here. Well, thank you. So with that being said, what's your vision for your job here at Susquehanna? So, 
my idea going into this is use all the background I have from building houses, flipping homes, um, doing all the kind of work and not wanting to hire people out. So I see a lot of students in my past 15 years of teaching that don't have the abilities that a lot of kids had when I was in high school. And I'm seeing that go slowly downhill. Um, so my goal was to basically bring in programs that maybe tech obviously offers, which is awesome, especially if you wanna to go to tech. I'm a big, big, big pusher for tech. But at the same time, there's a lot of kids that don't want to go to tech and they want to further their career in college or whatnot. So to be able to teach a student to be able to work on their own house or or maybe start their own construction company to have that background, that's kind of what I'm pushing for. I'm also looking to dabble more into the engineering here, bring that in with the architectural design class, reading blueprints, understanding framing, understanding houses from the foundation to the roof. So that'll give someone more of an engineering concept based off of construction, but then also with the home improvement maintenance, that'll allow me to give more of the hands-on building portion of how to fix plumbing, how to wire light switches and whatnot, so all that type of stuff. So like self-dependency pretty much. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What an incredible array of different skills when you think about that, right, and the ability to have those transfer skills into future careers. Uh, all elements of engineering to be able to uh, not just look at something, but to look at and be able to understand a blueprint, um, to be able to understand how it's de designed and developed and be able to design it yourself as well. But just a tremendous amount of skills um, that, you're, that you're applying uh, within these courses uh, here. So I'm excited about the future. Let's take a short commercial break to hear about some substitute opportunities. And when we get back, we'll continue our conversation with Mr. Moore. Stay tuned. Do you want to potentially jumpstart your career in education? Do you enjoy the idea of having a flexible work schedule? We have a job opportunity for you. Susquehanna School District is looking to hire responsible substitute teachers for all of our buildings. As a building sub, you will work every day and follow the school calendar. You may be in a different classroom every day, getting to interact with our great students. As a day-to-day -day sub, you have flexible hours you can work when you want. The pay rate increases as you complete days, and training is provided. We are so excited to welcome you to Blackhawk Nation. Welcome back everyone. February is Career and Technical Education Month and we're continuing our conversation with Mr. Blake Moore, the Technical Education Teacher at Susquehanna High School. Mr. Moore, can you tell us a little bit about why you think technical education is important for all students? So within technical education you get to use all the different subjects that you normally would go to, math, science, English. And uh, we basically take all of those and we're packaging into one uh, one course where you get to use your hands, you get to use your brain, your hands, all the skills that you gained throughout that time and being able to actually build something or make something with that information. So you get to use your math skills, you get to use your writing skills, uh, art, you get to use the drawing skills such as drawing isometric or orthographic views to be able to project that and make that item, that paper item into a physical item. That project-based learning experience is really an overall goal, a movement throughout a lot of our classes. How do we get our students to be able to demonstrate their learning? And it's exciting when you're developing that and have that within the, the context of the classes in which you teach. Thank you for sharing that. So, Mr. Moore, can you tell us the skills that students are going to learn in your tech ed class that can translate to the real world? Yeah, so most of the skills are going to be common every day. Um, home improvement skills mainly. It's not 
designed to put you straight into a construction field. It's more or less for the average homeowner to be able to go in and, and, and set a toilet, to be able to go and fix some common electrical issues that you don't need the highly skilled construction or electrician to come in to fix. Um, and it's, it's basically to understand the design of a house and be able to take that and run with it to be able to do maybe slowly start with minor things and go into more major projects, rehabs, or remodels. Well, it's great, and I, I, I think what really is exciting also that you mentioned is, is that ability to get a, a little bit of uh, a touch of everything within those, those concepts, um, from electrical to plumbing um, to drywall, all of those elements. And then finding maybe something that you're passionate about and then be able to kind of stack that and learn more about that and explore that into, into potential uh, careers in the future. It's amazing because I feel like it's things that every person should honestly really know. So then you don't have to go and depend on someone else to do it. If you can know how to do it yourself, you're going to save a lot of time and a lot of money probably. Yes, and plus um, I read an article probably about 10 years ago that they said by 2030, 2035 that a electrician, a plumber, what have it, is going to be probably making more than a doctor or a lawyer just because we're losing those skilled workers. Absolutely. There's a, there's a tremendous amount of need for that just within our own region and great partnerships that, that exist out there with a lot of the associations, the Builders Association, um, just the local associations to get in and, and be a pre-apprentice or an apprenticeship. And it sounds like another future podcast to be able to talk about um, some future career um, opportunities for students. Thank you, Mr. Moore, for joining us today and sharing your thoughts and experiences with us. Well, look who just stopped by for our podcast. It's Mrs. Harley Straub, one of our school counselors here at the high school. And uh, Ms. Straub, can you explain a little bit why you're here other than me forgetting to submit college essays? Um, I heard there was cake here to celebrate <laughs> National School Counselors Month. You're right, Mrs. Straub. We really appreciate all of our school counselors at Susquehanna. Do you have a moment to share a little bit about what you do here? Absolutely. There's a lot I do and other school counselors do, so I'll try to cover it, but a real quick overview. So the counselors meet with students for academic planning, goal setting, career planning. We also advocate for our students to get what's best for them. And we help with students, we help students with questions they may have. It's certainly a lot that you do throughout the course of a day. How, how do you balance all of that? Planning, so I'm in Organiz organizer, I write down everything. If you come to my office, people call me the post-it note queen. So you'll see post-it notes all over my wall, but that tells me what all I have to do. How much of your work um, continues after the school day? I would say not much. Um, at my previous job, it was every single night, but here at Susquehanna, I do have a life outside of school, but if there's a concern that needs addressed, I am always willing to assist students and or teachers and will help in any way that I can. And speaking of outside the school, I believe, Mrs. Straub, you're also involved in athletics. Is that accurate? It is accurate. I'm a field hockey coach and hope to help with track as well. Does oh. field hockey coach mean you also played field hockey or you only coached it? No, I played field hockey oh. and I actually continue to play field hockey still. <laughs> well, that's great. I, I know when I was in school, uh, uh, okay, it's okay to laugh a little bit. When I was in school, your role was called a guidance counselor. Now you're, you're called a school counselor. Can you tell us why the name change? Yes, so guidance was referring to 
guiding students to a college or vocation or career. And that's mainly what the focus was. And it was being reactive, whereas now school counselors are proactive. So we're always trying to plan ahead and do what we can to assist students. And we also help them with academics, career planning, and socio-emotional development. Thank you so much for stopping by. And we appreciate all the many things that you and our school counselors do for our district and for our students. Happy School Counseling Month. And don't forget to take some cake for Mr. Seafelt and Ms. Smalley. Thanks for having me, and I'm so happy to be a Blackhawk. Thank you. Next up, we'll hear from two Susquehanna High School students who participate in our co-op program in Cumberland Perry Career and Technical Center. But first, we'll take a short commercial break to hear the Susquehanna Blackhawk Foundation. Are you looking for a way to enhance academic achievement and success for those around you? Look no further. The Susquehanna Blackhawk Foundation for Susquehanna School District is here to help. Through our various grants, we provide funding for projects that aim to improve the quality of educational programs. This includes everything from new classroom technology like the elementary school's new first Lego League and educational field trips like the high school's APUS history trip to Boston. And we don't just stop there. We also build and foster relationships with the communities we serve to make sure that all students have access to the resources they need. We recognize the hard work and dedication of SSD staff, students, and members of the community through our featured teachers, small business owners, and military and first responders. If you know someone who has made outstanding contributions to the Susquehanna School District, we want to hear about them. Finally, we're proud to support and partner with SSD parent and student organizations to ensure that we are working together to create the best educational environment possible. So, if you're looking for a way to give back to your community, look no further than the Susquehanna Blackhawk Foundation. Contact us at www sqnblackhawkfoundation.org today to find out how you can get involved. Be the wind that lifts hawks to soar. Hi, I'm James Rhodes. I've hosted the podcast a couple times before. I'm a senior at Susquehanna High School, and today I'm talking to two Votex students a little bit more about Votex that way people can understand. So, you want to tell me your names and a little bit about yourself first? Uh, yes, James, thank you. Uh, my name is Aiden <laughs> Bernstein. I'm a senior at Votex who also goes through the uh, co-op program. And for someone who doesn't know, what is the co-op program exactly? Uh, basically allows you to continue to uh, go to school and work instead okay. of attending Votech during the day. Mm -hmm. I'm Marissa Fulton, and I'm a sophomore, and it's my first year at Votech. Hey, Aiden, uh, what does your Votech schedule look like? Uh, so basically, since I am in that co-op program because I am a senior, I only have to go and attend the physical brick-and-mortar Votech every other Monday for a mm -hmm. co-op meeting which I then bring my evaluation sheet from my employer, and we talk about how a job is going, what it's like out there in the field, and uh, that's about it. And uh, Marissa, do you have the same thing going on as Aiden? Do you also come in once every two weeks, or how does that work? No, I do not. So I go every day, because I'm only a first year. And do you think there's, be oh, I, I see. I was gonna say, if, uh, Aiden, are there benefits to going every day, or do you think one one day every two weeks is just as good? Well, you're only allowed to go to do what I do and do co-op after at least two years of your program. So you have to, you know, learn that basic knowledge, that basic skill before you're allowed to be an employee of an employer. And why did you decide to go to Votech instead of the normal, you know, just go to high school route? Honestly, I thought down the road that my my senior year that it would be extremely beneficial to have the opportunity to come in half days and go to work, and um, I basically talked to some kids who were already in Votech and were in programs and asked them how co-op was and what they thought about it, and I decided that whether or not I do go down the road, you know, and become full-time carpenter after I graduate, or I just learn this basic knowledge for my life because you know I'm going to own a house. Mm -hmm. 
um, it would be extremely beneficial for me to go to Votech, and that's that's why I decided. Marissa, same for you. Well, yeah, you see, if you go to Votech, I feel like you can only get ahead in life because mm -hmm. you can come out of high school making money or even your senior year making money rather than sitting in a classroom all day and not. And so even if you decide you don't want to stay in Votech, you at least have some basic skills and you know what you want. In life. And what are you going for? Healthcare. Okay. And what does that look like? So basically we learn skills and a lot of medical terms. So like washing your hands, making beds, the typical nurse stuff. And then a question for both of you guys. What is the most rewarding part about being at Zotech? That's a great question, James. A hard I, question. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, I would say just the people you meet and the connections. You know, like my shop teacher has hooked me up with almost any employer I want, whether that's with phone numbers, you know, interviews. You know, he they really help you get that job, get that employment that you want. And just the kids there that you meet are from all different schools, all different skill backgrounds. You know, they, they really do, you, you meet people that you never thought you'd meet. I think judging by Marissa's face, you just stole her answer too. So. Yeah, yes you did. I was going to say, the first day I walked in, I didn't know a single kid in my class, but now they're some of the best friends I've ever had. And, and with employment, how did, how did that go, getting the recommendations to your employers? That's a great question, James. Um, so a lot of employers will actually come into Votech. Uh, they'll send guys out like from Lowbar, ECI, Pyramid, and they'll actually talk to you about what it's like to work for them, their benefits, um, their pay, stuff like that. And then you get you know packets or pamphlets, and you also, your shop teacher will get connections with them, like phone numbers, email addresses. And also my shop teacher has worked in the field with them, a lot of those people, so he actually knows them personally. So whenever I became a senior and I wanted to, you know, get a job for co-op and stuff, he actually gave me um, phone numbers and actually called Pyramid Construction, who I work for now, um, ahead of time and told them that I was interested and, you know, that I'm a great student and, you know. <laughs> he how, just sucked up for you. Exactly. He okay. just lied straight through his teeth okay, and great, told yeah. them how great I am and um, got an interview and got hired. And I don't want to ask two personal questions, mm -hmm. but I know a lot of people who listen are thinking about going into these career fields. Yeah. So how much money are these companies paying on average? I would say based off my friends and you know what I actually know and people in the future, I would say you expected senior year to make anything from 18 to $23 an hour. And of course, this is just for uh, carpentry, which is Aiden's field. Yes, uh, I can't speak for all the fields, but um, yeah. some of the yeah. other uh, opportunities that are in Votech, what do you think they're gonna make? I I would say, I know like masonry is probably similar, uh, if not more, electrical, you know, could be more. Mm -hmm. I, I think 18 to 23, 18 is the minimum. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think any other um, trades are making less. So I think you're either making more or about the same. And then I know this is going to vary very much depending mm -hmm. on what you're going to Votech for, but the best practical skills that you use day to day, well, not necessarily day to day, but you know, once yep. every month, what, what have you learned in your program in terms of that? Well, I would say with carpentry, I mean, everyone's going to own a house. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all going to be built out of wood. Um, you know, you're going <laughs> to you're gonna need power tools, you know, to fix, you know, light bulbs and stuff. And, like, outlets and stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that's part of electricity. So. Yeah, I mean, but you, you get a lot of experience with circular saws and drills, you know, stuff like that. And you're going to own a house, um, so you're going to need to fix stuff like that, you know, if, unless you want to pay a lot of money. Um, also permits and stuff. You're gonna build a porch. You learn about the process of getting a permit from your county, um, stuff like that that can really be useful down the road in, in your life. Does Votech prepare you with how to get permits for that? Yeah, there's a we go in carpentry. We go over like the steps, the paperwork, what it looks like, 
and how to get permits for stuff like that. See, in my mind, when it comes to like carpentry in mm-hmm. Votech, there's a room and there's like a desk in it, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Hey, go sand that desk," and that's what you learn about carpentry. Mm-hmm. But I guess there's lots more than that. So much more. You spend half your time in the classroom, half your time hands-on in the shop, and in the classroom, we learn we learn stuff in the classroom we don't get time to do in the shop. So it, it really is. You know, and then, you Marissa, you're going for healthcare, so I know it's a little bit more difficult of a question. But is there anything day to day that's uh, practical skills that you've learned there? Well, we've learned how to wash our hands thoroughly to get rid of all the bacteria, and we actually put um, powder on our hands so we'd wash it off, and then we take it under a bioluminescent light and see how much we actually got off. And then we also learned vital signs and how to make a bed, which would help too. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So obviously that's more preparing you directly to go into a healthcare field, which of course there's there's money there. So sure people did. people who are looking for opportunities to get directly involved in jobs after high school, especially um, it's, I'm not saying you don't have to go to college, but if you are looking to not go to college, you can make great money with um, avoiding secondary education. Absolutely. Yes. And going along with not necessarily having to attend this secondary education, what kind of career opportunities are going to be available to you after directly after graduating? I would say tons. Um, just to go back on what I said about my shop teacher and the connections with employers, uh, I truly believe that if I ever got laid off or quit, that I could call my um, shop teacher whether or not I graduated or not, and he would, you know, give me phone numbers, emails, call, get help me get a job as soon as possible. So your your relationship with your teacher is very personal, right? Uh, I wouldn't even yeah, but I think he treats our entire class that way. He, the really the goal of pyramid, I mean of Votech is to get these kids employed after school and get them set for life. And do you have like his number in your phone? Is that how you contact him? I do, I do. Oh, well, that, see, that's, that's, yeah, I do. that shows how personal it these is. These people at Votech are very helpful, they are. And then same goes for you, Marissa. What, what are you looking to get into after graduating? So there's so many opportunities. They actually have a class emerging healthcare professions where you could go two days in college, two days shadowing, and one day in the classroom. So then you could come out as like a surgical assistant. But one of the main things a lot of people do is an RN, which is a registered nurse, which you can do straight out of Otec. Or you could go to college and further education in like pharmaceutical and such. And then of course, Marissa, same goes for you. So the question is, what kind of career opportunities are going to be available to you after graduating from Otec? So I could come straight out of Otec and be an RN, which is a registered nurse, or I could go into a program which you do two days in college, two days shadowing, and then one day at Votech, or you could do so many other options and continue education in college. And of course, a lot of people listening are simply here to look at what they're going to be able to do directly out of Votech in terms of career opportunities. So do you happen to know what a RN pays? Yeah, so they get around 60 to 100K a year. Okay. And you said that is directly out of Votech, correct? Right? Yes. Okay. okay, so I know we just listed, we made Votech sound amazing here. Now, let's mm. ask about some of the negative aspects, because mm. we don't want to say it's like the, the perfect <laughs> opportunity. Okay, all right, I see what you're saying. Um, you know, a downfall maybe could be that you're not spending as much time at Cisco Nita. I mean, who would want to leave oh, this place? You know what I mean? Oh, I see, exactly. Uh, if I could spend 12 hours a day here, I would. Uh, but <laughs> that is the only downfall. You do go to Votech half your day and half your day is spent here. So some of those electives that Susquehanna provides, you don't get the opportunity to partake in. I mean, you do get, I think, one elective a year. Um, just, you know, that's how your schedule works out. Mm-hmm. Um, another downfall could be I've seen kids eat lunch on the bus. Mm-hmm. So because of how their schedule is, they take fifth period lunch or something, or a sixth, I'm not sure. But um, they grab their lunch and they, they eat it on the bus. Mm-hmm. So that's another downfall. But 
really the long run you're you know you're gonna get way bigger reward is the time that you need to spend at Votech hard to manage when it comes to like spending time at school spending time at home Votech no I would say no um it's you know simple you grab the bus you show up you take your you know most people take a, a social studies class over there and then their shop class mm -hmm. um it's the same as whether you know the bell rings you go to your class same as here um and if you if you decide to go the co-op route uh, you get an app remind. I think our seniors mm -hmm. use it here, and you get a notification the Friday before, or you know a couple days before you have a co-op meeting, saying, "Hey, we have a co-op meeting on Monday. Bring your sheets, and you show up." So you know, I agree with that. With I have lunch on the bus, and I wanted to take Spanish three this year, but I wasn't able to because you only get so many electives. So I think that's the only really downfall to it. And what would you say some of the differences are between Votech and a traditional college education? Well, Votech is more one-on-one. -on -one. You actually learn those skills, and you're going to know if you're doing them correct or not. Whereas if you go to college, they more just like teach you the terms and how to do the stuff. We don't actually do it, and then you're kind of thrown into a job. And Aiden, yeah. Aiden previously, you were talking about how your, how your teacher is helping you get these connections in the yes. outside world. Yes. Does that apply to healthcare too? Yes, absolutely. So most of the teachers there have been a nurse or many of the different jobs. And so they will walk with you and they will help you in the shadowing experience. Oh, yes. Another thing I would like to add, um, Votech's free. I mean, you're getting this education for free while you're in high school, which is usually ahead of everyone else. Um, unless they went to a tech school or something like this during high school, you're ahead of the game and it's free. Uh, to me, it's a, uh, a no-brainer. See, I, I, like, I, I knew it in the back of my head, but I didn't like fully understand that Votech was free. Mm -hmm. And wow, that's actually really cool that you're making that much money with, with not paying for that education. Yeah, completely free, and uh, you know, you really do make um, career salary pretty much almost in high school. Yeah, that's actually that, that might be the way to go, honestly, because yeah. college right now is like. James, if you could go back, would you? If, if, I, if I could go back, what I. You say join the military? No, go, go, to, go to Votech. <laughs> go to Votech. Um, There's only one right answer. Honestly, I, I think Votech would be. Yep. A, I, I don't know. I wouldn't want. I to think be he here would. I think he would. He doesn't yeah. want to admit it, but he would. Yeah. No. I know. I, th I think I'll admit it. Yep. I think. I think Votech's definitely the way to go if you're coming into high school. Yep. I think there's two paths. You know, Votech's not for everyone, but those who are interested, there's a lot of opportunities, and it's a it's a great thing. And once again, uh, February is Career and Technical Education Month, so we um, are also excited to um, welcome and talk a little bit about uh, Cumberland Perry Career and Technical Center and our partners at the Cumberland Perry Career and Technical Center and all of our students. I believe we have 78 students that currently attend at CPCTC. So it's a great uh, program that uh, the students attend there as well. And don't forget listeners, you can find us by going to the district website under the district heading and clicking on the superintendent list. You can also go subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening. And as Tyler said, please subscribe and we would love for you to leave us a review. Our March episode will focus on our academic operations and particularly new concepts related to Act 158 or graduation requirement pathways. Joining us for this important discussion will be Ms. Krista Snyder, our assistant to the superintendent for academic operations. And Tyler, didn't we offer our listeners a surprise? Yep. The first listeners to email ssdpodcast.org will win a two-pack of tickets to see Roger and Hamstein's Cinderella, the SHS Spring Musical, which will be presented March 16th, 17th, and 18th. 
I cannot wait for that musical, and I believe, Tyler, you're a part of that as well. Yes, I am. I am Jean-Michel, and it is going to be amazing. We have an amazing cast. It's been going awesome. We are very excited to show everyone. Well, we look forward to it, and again, please make sure, all of our listeners, the first listener, SSD Podcast at sesquinita.org. Thank you. Thank you.